Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter. Welcome to the Daily Check-In for March 11th, 2021. I got to tell you, it's a late one. It's 1021 p.m. That's in the evening for those of you who are counting. And, well, I finally gotten around to doing my daily check-in today. Wow. uh, It was an action-packed day in the old uh, Cloud Field Day arena. We had three different vendors presenting. We had Storage OS kick off the day with some pretty interesting stuff around their technology. Then we moved into Comprise. I have trouble saying that word for some reason. And then we moved into VMware on AWS to round out the evening. So it was a lot of information thrown at me and I'm still, I feel like I'm still processing a lot of it. Uh, But first let's check in. How you doing? How was your Thursday? I hope it was good. Uh, Let's do our sort of our daily affirmation. It's been a few days and and I'm curious if there's something that you're particularly feeling proud of right now or, or something, uh, you know, that you, you want to improve moving forward. Uh, as usual, the things that I'm proud of is sometimes it's just getting through the day. So I got to be honest, just slogging through this day and getting through all those presentations and paying attention through all of them. You know, it's not often that you have to pay close attention to what's going on for let's say five or six hours out of your day. And that is, that's mentally draining and exhausting. So uh, I'm proud that I made it through and I've got one more day and I'm feeling good about it. Uh, doing the this Twitter thread thing during the presentations has actually been helping out a lot because it keeps me focused because I have to write something, right? That's one way to really keep things going. Uh, something I need to improve, I really need to get better about following up on the comments and issues that have been filed for some of my Pluralsight courses, uh, sometimes it's there's just there's a lot of them now and it's just a lot to keep up with. So what I really need to do is just carve out a day every other week or so, put it on the calendar. Maybe I should do that right now while I am talking into this microphone. Just find a day where there's like a four or three hour block and just make it a bi-weekly thing where that's the time when I go and I check up on all of those courses and all of the issues under GitHub and and fix a few of them. So let's see, I'm looking at Tuesday the 23rd, and I'm just going to pop it right in there. I'm going to write plural site check-in. <laughs> and there we go. And I'll set it for th- four hours. There we go. All right, now that that is on my calendar, I will remember to go, and I blocked out time to do it. So there we go, making progress. So if there's something you've been procrastinating on, something you've been avoiding doing, hey, now's the time. Pause this podcast, go do that thing, or at least block out time to do it so nobody else can take that time away from you. Because really, I mean, as as we all know, time's the one thing you can't make more of. If you don't protect your time, no one else is going to do it for you. So (laughs) really, what you got to do. So uh, the thing I wanted to talk about today is when you're crafting a presentation, how to go about it to make sure that you're engaging with the audience and being open to feedback during that presentation. It's something that I became aware of when I started participating in the Tech Field Day discussions or presentations. As a delegate, our job is to keep the conversation and presentation interesting for those who might be watching and to guide the presenters in such a way 
that they're surfacing up information that's useful for people as opposed to just talking about, you know, whatever their company feels like they need to talk about at that moment. Because that's really, that's a thing that can be underrated at times. Companies can set an agenda or have an idea of where their product or their marketing should go. And if they're not actively listening to the voices of those who are consuming that product or prospective customers or what the market in general is telling them, then they can often go off base and make assumptions on their own that don't line up with what customers are actually interested in or what they want to hear. Uh, you know, it's one thing to uh, have existing customers that you keep on board, but it's really hard to acquire new customers and you need to find a way to cut through all the noise of what people are telling them from day to day and really make sure that you're lining up with the pain points that they're feeling. And that's part of our job as delegates of Tech Field Day is to step in and be that person for the market and the potential customers out there and say to the vendor, Let, let's dive more in detail in this topic. Or, you know, I, I'm not sure how this conversation is going. Let's steer it into another direction and to do that in a way that's as gentle as possible. Now, I know not all of us present for a living, not all of us create content for a living. So we don't have these hard won experiences and this hard bought wisdom of doing this a whole bunch of times and getting, you know, half decent at it at least. So I would say if you are a vendor who's planning to put together a presentation, especially for like a tech field day type panel or just general presentation, you should make sure that the people who you're having present are at least well versed in how to present, how to construct a compelling narrative. I got to tell you, some of the best presentations that I've ever seen were for products I didn't really care about at the beginning. Uh, for instance, Rubrik presented at Tech Field Day multiple times. And but to be completely honest, I wasn't super pumped about the product. I liked it. It was fine. But it was their presentation style and their focus on having a cohesive story in their presentation and really hooking you in from the beginning that made all the difference. And it was presenters like Rebecca Fitzhugh that had that innate storytelling. And it's something that you can learn. It's not something you have to have just, you know, uh, as, a, as an intrinsic thing. You can learn how to construct these narratives and these presentations to make them more compelling and engaging. And it's something that I try to do and I've worked on. And I, I see and I learn about the skills. So if, if you are in technical marketing or you're going to be giving a presentation in a technical marketing arena, you really need to practice these skills and make sure that you understand sort of the flow of a narrative when you're giving a presentation and also be prepared to make changes when suggestions come from the audience or they want to steer you in a different direction. I had a very good example of that today where there was a presentation and it was not particularly engaging for the delegates. And so that leads me to believe it wasn't particularly engaging for those who are watching. And I questioned the presenter multiple times and presented them with what I thought would be a more interesting topic in the form of a question. And unfortunately, they just didn't quite take the feedback. They didn't quite grasp what I was trying to do for them, which was to push them in a different direction that was going to be more engaging. And they were very focused on 
finishing the presentation exactly as it was and sticking exactly to what was on the slides. And I understand that, especially when you have a PowerPoint presentation, there's the comfort of the slide. You can look on the slide and be like, all right, this is where I'm going. And when I finish my slide deck, I'm finished my presentation, I'm good to go. But you need to be able to let go a little bit and trust that you are an expert in whatever this topic is, and we will help you draw out that expertise and trust that the delegates are going to help guide you. We're not there to be difficult or to get in your way. We're there to help guide you through the presentation and make it as good as possible for those who are going to be watching now and later. So I don't know. It's just some thoughts that have been knocking around in my head. I thought I would uh, say them into a microphone, and now I've done that, and now I'm really tired. <laughs> so I think I'm going to sign off. But hey, if you've been enjoying this, and you'd like to support what I'm doing, you know, check out my Patreon. You can go to Patreon, search Ned in the Cloud, or just check out the link that's in the show notes. If that's not your thing, that's cool too. If you don't mind subscribing to the podcast, really appreciate that. And uh, any feedback you want to give, I'm on Twitter. It's Ned1313. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.